to No Wrestling. We are your hosts, Mark Smester, along with me always is Richie Filmer. Hey. And we're here to show long-time fans and non-fans why wrestling is so good. And as you guys know, Richie's been on the podcast quite a few number of times, mostly talking about Red Pro shows, what we've seen live, and also did an episode on uh, underrated Attitude Era stars. And what uh, have we did together? We've done um, top three mid-matches. That's the attitude era. I think we should do another one. Yeah, we definitely should. We should definitely do some more stuff. So what I thought today, guys, to get to get you guys to understand more about Rich and what he loves about wrestling and stuff, I thought ask a few different questions to see right how he grew up a bit and what he thinks you are fans or non fans should watch and that kind of stuff. You know, just a just a little chit chat just to see, you know, what going to be a fan. Yeah, we're so, so. Yeah. So the first question for you, Rich, is um, what was the first pay per view or show or even match that you ever watched? Okay, so living in the UK, um, we had we we had Sky. But my mum and dad didn't pay for Sky Sports. So I used to have to watch a show in the 90s called Livewire and Sunday Night Shotgun or Saturday Night Shotgun. Yeah, no, I Sunday Heat. Sunday Heat, Saturday Shotgun, Livewire. And they used to be over the course of Saturday and the Sunday on Sky One. And um, they were both on like midday, weren't they? Yeah, midday. Yeah, 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 yeah. like 11 o'clock or 12 but yeah. Mm. Um, my first ever actual, I remember being really, really, really young and skipping through the Skybox when there was uh, analog before it was even digital. And I'll always remember the first thing I ever saw was actually Hulk Hogan walking through the like a blue locker room with his yellow vest on and a red headband sort of not hulking up and just like opening his chest up and I sort of walking sort of swinging his arms about. And I've always remembered my mum saying you're not over watching wrestling and that was my first ever memory. As I got older, I used to go to my nan's house for fish and chips, and on a Saturday, his mum used to work in a shop, and um, I was just flicking through the channels, but mum wasn't there. And uh, I remember watching, uh, first ever thing I remember seeing was uh, Gold Dust versus someone like Mosh, or Frasher, or the Headbangers. And it was just an episode of, uh, it was a recap of a show with Bidewire, and um, unbelievable, like, I was hooked. Just that one show, and I was like, Goldust is amazing. And then I got introduced to Steve Austin and, you know, all these other names and, oh, God, yeah. But, yeah, so I suppose, really, my first ever memory of such is Livewire. Oh, really? That's really cool. With Michael Cole, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was Michael Cole. Yeah, because yeah. that's what I used to watch as well back in the late nights when we, we didn't have Sky Sports either. So what was the first show and stuff that you remember watching live as in when it happened not not as in live as in in person but live as it happened because you know some people watch previous pay-per-views first and then they watch that thing live yeah you know what I mean so what would you say yours what? Uh, from memory I suppose it was actually something like um, Insurrection or Rebellion oh really that's cool yeah when they used to do it on Sky, Sky Box Office mm. um I think that's the first thing my like pay per view I ever saw actually live live. Because it was based in the UK on Saturday night. It was basically a glorified house show for the UK fans. And the next one I can remember watching live was actually um, the Invasion Survivor series. And I watched that at my friend Charlie's house with a few of us. That's really cool, man. Yeah, that's that's probably my first. So who was like the big wrestler that like helped get you into wrestling? Like who was the one that 
you know, a lot of people have like Hulk Hogan or Bret Hart, Steve Austin, Tina, Punk, ex- like Randy Savage, etc. Like, who was yours? Don't know Steve Austin. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, his attitude. It was um, obviously I, I joined wrestling properly from a fan's perspective, I suppose, in the attitude era. Um, WrestleMania sort of 14 kind of era. Um, Austin was the new champ. You know, um, you know, Pokemon cards were cool. Oh, yeah, Pokemon cards were fucking epic. Life was kind of good. Yeah. Austin was your champion. You know, you had DX suck it and just the attitude era in the whole and you know, the whole world wasn't made of snowflakes. So, uh, yeah, Steve Austin got me into wrestling and then I was a fan ever since. Oh. I still am now. Oh, yeah. would you, man? I mean, is there anyone else that you either really enjoyed or like enjoy now and stuff and you can go back to watch any of their matches and you just do enjoy them? I can always, always, always watch the Shawn Michaels match. Um, I've been watching a lot of uh, Smoky Mountain and Mid-South Wrestling. Mm-hmm. I just watched uh, WrestleFest 90... No, WrestleFest 86. Um, and you had a young Ted DiBiase on there. You had um, Sid DiBiase versus Jake... Well, Jake Roberts, not even Jake the Snake Roberts, obviously, who weren't um, pre-WF. So I like to go back to a really, really, really old route. Um, main event was Rick Flair versus uh, Dusty Rhodes. Oh, really? That sounds really cool, man. And it was brilliant. All outside baseball arena, monster trucks everywhere. Um, obviously, the wrestling was so much different to what it is today, but I appreciate all styles of pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I can always watch anything with Rick Flair, anything with Brett, anything with Sean, anything with Austin. Uh, I would say anything with Undertaker. I, I, I love the Undertaker, but I think from a entertainment standpoint, not so much a theatrical standpoint, I'd definitely have, you know, a Shawn Michaels match or a Bret Hart match mm-hmm. over an Undertaker match to watch, but, you know. Yeah, I'm completely, yeah, sure. Okay, so um, with that then, obviously talking about the old school sort of stuff, but what, like, tough belt did you like? Or is there a guitar belt that you enjoyed, or even nowadays, is a club belt that you always love? Yeah, I've always, I always loved the NWA Championship. Um, purely because it's like the same design since Dusty had it. Um, near enough, anyway. Uh, WWF, he, um, I, I've always, I think everyone likes the Eagle belt. Yeah, that's, that's my favorite belt of all time. I love that Wind Eagle belt. Such a beautiful belt. Yeah, that and um, I've actually got quite a soft spot for the Undisputed Championship. Yeah, I do as well, actually. That's, that's a really nice type of belt as well. That's a really nice belt. Mm. Um, I like the WCW belt, obviously, being the original. Uh, oh, Big Gold. Big Gold, which they used in the NWA for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that was always, always big for me. But yeah, um, I'm not a big fan of um, the new current designs in WWE. Uh, they for the UK Championship. That's, that's a nice title. That's belt. a nice title. Obviously, it still uses the same template as everything else. Like the WWE, it's a bit like that sort of boxy thing with a point at the bottom. But um, I just, I think I'm a bit of a classic, like old-fashioned kind of guy when it comes to my wrestling. Like, there's too many titles in the WWE right now. You know, when we watched it, it was always there was one champion, one tag champion, and you'd have the Intercontinental belt, and then they brought the European in. 
and, yeah, and then he had the hardcore as well. But even then, I felt for me that they were the all of that puzzle was still important. But what did you think about that then? At that time, with the only having five, six of the titles, I think it makes the titles worth more because when you've got so many titles, like if someone said to you today, like Mark, I'll give you a million pounds if you could name me every single champion in WWE throughout all the brands, 205, all the way through to Raw, you would struggle. But back I honestly in, would, yeah, I, I probably would. Yeah, I think a lot of people would, but back in the day, you could say, Rich, who was the champion, you know, who's, who's, well, Austin's our champion, and then, and then you've got, I don't know, like, Triple H is holding the Intercontinental, D'Lo Brown's holding the European, the LOD are holding the tag, and Takamichinoku's got the light heavyweight. And all them titles meant something because there was less gold to go for. Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. I completely agree with that. And also the titles helped make the wrestlers too. And it wasn't like at the time when nowadays when they have the title belt, they always lose. It's kind of like, but well, you're the champion. You're supposed to be strong. You're supposed to be good. Yeah. Some of the iconics at the moment, they're just literally losing every single match. I'm like, why have them even for the titles then? They're just going to lose continuously. Well, look at when they brought up Ricochet and over the black, and they kept having a revival job to it. Yeah, and do you think yourself, that's meant to be your Raw Tag Champion. Raw's your A show. They're the best tag team that you've got to offer, and you're putting them against two NXT startups. That's the way the WWE position you to think. We obviously know they're not. Yeah. Um, you know, we knew Ricochet and Anderson Black before they hit WWE and NXT. But what kind of company makes their tag team? number one tag team who are holding the titles lose to two guys that have never been on Raw or SmackDown. Not that it was a non it was a non title match when they first came in, but you had a job in out and you think just bad booking now. Yeah it is pretty much bad booking but it's what Vince does because he's a, it's just what Vince does because he's an idiot and does and just why I just want him all back to be in it. But yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So that's that's me on titles. <laughs> What about theme music? Like, what sort of theme music did you like when you first got into it, and even nowadays as well? Like, what theme songs can you like go and listen to and still enjoy? Oh, okay. Um, I've always liked Tucker Mitchinoku's theme. Yep. Which um, one? What the one when he was part of Kind Time? Uh, one when he first got introduced. Sort of oh, okay. theme. The one he uses now in New Japan without swearing, basically. Yes. Uh, Steve Austin. Venom when he was in the Alliance. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hulk Hogan theme I can listen to and I feel like a proud American even though I'm from the UK. Yeah, I'm the same as you. I love that song. It's such a great song. Velveteen Dream I think is a brilliant song. Mm-hmm. I do as well. Era. Yeah, that's really good. Um, Bullet Club theme, all of the things they've had, the original one and the one they used sort of um, the Young Bucks were in. That was cool. Uh, Bret Hart theme. There's so many themes I can listen to. But I've got like the odd ones like Midian from like um, The Undertaker's Darkness theme. You know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. love the Legion of Doom theme. I think what is what is the guy that used to come? Is it Jim Johnson? Yeah, yeah. His stuff was untouchable. Yeah, I'm, I really hope they put him to the Hall of Fame one day. He deserves. He, he does. All those themes he's created, like he created the Undertaker's theme. Vader. All these Vader's, all these different theme tunes that are so iconic that people are like, you know, it's mad that 
he hasn't been put in the Hall of Fame yet. I mean, the, CF, the CFOs at the moment, yeah. like, they are absolutely brilliant and talented, but I heard um, an interview with uh, it was one of the upstarts, and they were talking about they went to the CFOs and they've already got a bank full of music which the rest kind of choose. But if you watch Beyond the Mat, you got Vader comes up on the screen. And it goes like, you know, they're talking about WWF. They've even got their own music studio. And Jack Johnson, there, uh, Jack Johnson, Jim Johnson, sitting there with a guitar. And he goes, um, Vader, he kind of walks like this. So he wants that. And he, he used to write the song for the character. Yeah. You know. Um, then with Jim Johnson as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was written for the character. And I think that shines through. Because if you had the CFO try and write a song for, like, an Undertaker, if he turned up now... It'd probably be like Finn Balor. Yeah, probably. It wouldn't have. Oh, J- J- you know, Johnson was amazing. Yeah, he was amazing. Probably my favourite composer ever for any sort of like music because of how iconic his theme songs were. Yeah. And just how you know when you ever hear the song by him, you, you know, that's that person, that's that person, that's that person. Which why I feel nowadays, besides a few people, like you don't remember the songs as much. You don't remember. You don't even think, oh, that's that person. Yeah. Been like, Who's that again? Yeah. Sort of thing as well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if I said to you, dude, love, you'd know straight away how his music yeah. went. Well, yeah. Armour Johnson. Don't remember Armour Johnson. Yeah. I'll do. Pearl River Jam. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, I remember, I remember now. Yeah. Great art. You would know yeah. Shawn Michaels. Yep. Um, yeah. Everyone knows the Shawn Michaels theme. Um, Right, New Age Outdoors, Xbox, all of them songs. But as soon as I say their name, you go, Xbox, Xbox, Xbox. and you just know, yeah. Legion of Doom, you know, and it's just so good. So the easy guitar yeah. references too, the character, mm-hmm. the headbangers, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, I completely agree with that, mate. It's, uh, but nowadays, don't be wrong, the music is good. I mean, the other there has got that kind of NWO sound to it. Yeah. I've always thought. Um, Velveteen Dream suits his character. That's brilliant. Matt Riddles is all right. Yeah. Uh, well, right. I like the Gargano's theme tune. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, but does it suit him? It didn't when he was a hill. It does mean the face. Yeah. But... Um... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Favourite music. It varies. It varies. Oh, nice one, Matt. Yeah. What about yours? What would be your favourite classic? Probably uh, either The Undertaker's one where he came back with the purple gloves and it had do 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 that one. Yeah. Um, Real American, obviously. Um, Steve Austin. Um, probably RBD when he when he first appeared. Do 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 do. Yes. To do. I like that version. Yeah, it was the slower version about the, you know. Yeah. He goes down. It was a little slower, wasn't it? Yeah. Do you remember Chip Wage's like first one that he was like, basically it was like, 
My Time Without a Lyric. Yeah, it's called Brain Damage, that song. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. really good. That was a good song. Um, yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's basically an instrumental version of that, but... Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's cool. Fucking awesome. It's cool. Because we have brain damage. And he goes into the song. Yeah. yeah. Right. Love it. Definitely. Yeah, Jim Johnson's such a great composer that I really do hope one day goes into the Hall of Fame. He should do. Yeah, for sure, man. So, Rich, mate, who would you say is your favourite wrestler or wrestlers? Well, currently, you will pass... Uh, top five of all time. Oh, God. I mean, if you can't think of five, just give me a few. Because I know my mind always change continuously. Okay, so if I'm going classic, 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 classic. Or maybe, okay, maybe more rather than favourite, maybe a Mount Rushmore. If that's easier for you, or whatever's easier for you, a Mount Rushmore or top five. Okay. Um, or even both of you, if you feel comfortable enough. Yeah, I reckon I'm good. I reckon if I went classic, classic, I would say, like back in the day, I would say, um, I would say Ric Flair, mm-hmm. I'd say Dusty Rhodes, I'd say uh, Rick and Dusty. I would say uh, Bruiser Bodie, Brody. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say Dick Murdoch, but uh, I'd say Jake Roberts. I classed him as that era-ish. Mm-hmm. Anyone like later from like New Generation, Attitude Era, Ruthless Aggression, Modern Day kind of stuff as well? Yeah, uh, Attitude Era goes without saying. Austin Brock, Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, uh, New Generation, I would say, Bret Hart, obviously Shawn Michaels, but you can't keep the saying. <laughs> you could say every year of the Shawn Michaels was in, he's on that Mount Rushmore. Um, <sighs> new Generation. I don't know, what would your New Generation be? Mine would probably be uh, Bret Hart and Owen Hart. Mine probably. Those two were just so good at it. And British Bulldog as well. They, those three were just so good at what they did. So the heart count those? Yeah. <laughs> they, were, they were fucking awesome. And yeah. Steve Austin as well, and people like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then it's like, it's weird because you can say, like, okay then, so if you wasn't allowed them on one era, you could only have them on one era, you would say, well, the Shawn Michaels in the later, like, aggression era, like, they, you know, when you come back, yeah, some people say that was a much better run than what it was in the nineties. I'll be honest, I, I I agree with that. I think that that one was really really good. Yeah. And and also you can you can see Shawn Michaels a different person as well. He wasn't such an arsehole that no one really liked him. Even I, I like that as well about him too. That you know he actually I felt cared about him more and stuff. It wasn't just a dick. Well, he was. Um, he found God, didn't he? Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then question for you then. Mm-hmm. Top five indie stars right now. Ooh. Can I can I do a fan to that? Or AEW or do you not class as independent? Uh, I'm actually gonna say for this one, don't include New Japan. Okay. So Can I include AEW then or not? Yeah, AEW, yeah. Okay, cool. So David Starr, one. Um Kenny Omega number two for me. Um, crap. Quite tough to think, actually. <laughs> uh, Josh Bodum is worth third. He's very good. I like him a lot. So that's fantastic. 
can I include Zach Silver Jr. today? Oh, yeah. And Manuel Suzuki, then, if I can include him. <laughs> yeah, my five. That's a good five. That is a good five. Because I was thinking, like, if, can I use them? Because, obviously, they also wrestle for New Japan, so I was coming. If I can't use New Japan, can I use them? But, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool, man. Yeah. What about yours? Your top five independent stars? Your top five independent stars, I would say... Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. I would say Josh Bowden. I would say obviously Zach David Jr. as well. I would say I would say Speedball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's very good as well. I like Speedball by Bailey. Fantastic. Uh, and obviously Davey Starr. Yeah, I think at the moment, then again, then you can say, what about the young bucks? What about yeah. Hangman Page? What about Marty Scroll, uh, Flip Gordon? Basically, you just run through the Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, pretty so, much. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of talent in Ring of Honor. Um, Jay Lethal, you know, he's been an independent staff of God knows. Cody. Yep. Um, you've also got, as well, potentially, um, what's his name? Was it, was it the boys? Turned heel recently. Oh, yeah. Uh, I can't remember his name, but yeah, Dalton Castle, he's also someone else. Yeah, especially for you, Richmond. Um, what would you say would be your favourite match or matches, potentially? Potential matches, that you've got three matches. No, like, potentially, in a sense, like, what matches would you love and do enjoy and you can watch now? Oh! Because I know some people always change it up and stuff. Yeah. And then, following on from that, like, if someone, because you know, wrestling is something that we want to show new fans to get them involved and non fans kind of stuff. So if someone started to get into it or they didn't like it after the obviously a top five essentially, uh, yeah. if you were having any more and that sort of thing, what matches would you show the new fan as well? Um, I think one of the best stories ever told in the ring was Brett and Shaw. Not Brett and Shaw, sorry. Uh, Austin and Brett. Yep. Uh, double switch turn. Um, I would actually show someone Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart Survivor Series. Okay. Just to show someone who's a non-fan, my God, a lot of people care about this. Yep. And they see a natural reaction to something that's happened. Um, I would also show them The Rock and Hulk Hogan. Now, technically, that wasn't the best match I've ever seen, and it never will be. But Hogan had the whole of that Superdome, or whatever it was, yeah. in the palm of his hand. Like, he would do something as simple as breaking the back of the rock and the whole crowd would be like yeah booing like it was just a perfectly told story it's one of those matches that I think if you watch it on mute it would lose all of its um, power of why that match is so good it's an audible game that one yeah so I would show it to someone just so someone goes my god that arena is erupting yeah and they're just doing the simplest things that man has everyone in the palm of his hand as well it's yeah. Crazy how good that match is. Yeah. So yeah, I'd, I'd say to someone that the Brett and Brett matches and uh, Steve Austin with Brett as well. Oh, cool. Well, what about your favourite ones then? Ones what, that you uh, can either what like ones that you either watch and you're like, oh my god, it's amazing, or ones that you can go back and watch again and again and again. Could always go back to 
Well, I recently went back to um, Sean versus Steve Austin at WrestleMania 14. Mm-hmm. Um, not the world's best match, obviously, it's a match, but Sean Michaels sort of hung his boots up for a bit afterwards because he was working with a bad back. But to me, it's sentimental because it's the first uh, WrestleMania I saw. And obviously, Austin won the championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I can always go back and watch that. Often, there's, um, there's a match, if you Google it on YouTube, if you type in the Golden Lovers versus um, the Young Bucks, that's a good match. That match is fucking awesome. That's Great a really good match. It's only in like, the house show place. It's not even like, in their gym, but it's amazing. And I always go back to Modern Day 3. Yeah, of course. Um, Oh, here's a random one. Uh, Captain Jack versus Triple H for a Rumble 2000. That's a great match as well. Yeah, all the violence and it. it's so good. Yeah, and, yeah, it's so good. And also it made um, Triple H even bigger as well than he already was. Yeah. Captain Jack and McFarlane make these stars even bigger and stuff. So, yeah, cool. How about you? Uh, what the three hours show? Mine will probably be Sasha Banks versus Bailey for one. Yes. Um, TLC 2 from second one just because of the spectacle or just to see these amazing moments and spots. And my third would probably be a mixture of either Punk versus Cena from Main Event 2011. Yeah. Uh, probably that another match that we just saw. The match was fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, and maybe Steve Austin versus Bret Hart at WrestleMania 13. Yeah. Because I remember like, there was one time I did a topic on the post wrestling forum that I was part of. Asking people their opinions and, and a lot of them were quite similar and stuff, so but they will probably be mine. Just okay. because I think the Sasha Banks Bailey match just because A it's two women for sure. Because it's fucking awesome because it's two women. Yeah. Uh, I'm very much pro women and stuff. And also as well, um, it's also to do with the fact that it's the proper baby face and heel and it's a good match anyway. So yeah. And the crowd really into it too. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, sure. Um, so before we head off the bridge, any other like questions that you think you still want to ask or anything? Yeah. Uh, all I'll say is like, if you're new to wrestling, or even if you're an old fan, there is so much more out there than what you think there is by the WWE. Mm-hmm. Very, I would honestly say. If you really want to learn the history of wrestling, listen to people like Mark and his podcast and going back through all the greatest matches. But if you get the WWE Network, check out the Mid-South, the, the old stuff, the territory days, like look at the old generation and, you know, just Google greatest matches and Reddit posts and things will come up and you'll want to learn more about characters, like how did Steve Austin start, look at his background and... For me, I, I, I would personally say I joined wrestling in the Attitude Era. I know so much shit about the new gen and all the stuff pre that WCW. That's only another tin of words. Yeah. Um, Crockett Promotions, the NWA. Like, world class. World class. Yeah, like there's so much to learn. But it's all good. Yeah, like, definitely. It, it's a bit like... Um, as a wrestling fan, you never stop learning. It's such a dynamic world that 
next week something else is going to be like big in the wrestling world and then yeah I am for sure you know it's such a, it's a great community everyone's friendly like you can cheer the good guys boo the bad guys but when you go to these events you get people with different opinions but you're all wrestling fans still even if you've got a different opinion you're still wrestling fans and it's yeah yeah love it definitely that's really really cool well, I would recommend listening to Mark's podcast. Listen to his old stuff. He goes into it in good depth. And like his whole brief of his podcast show, he states why wrestlers, wrestling fans and non-wrestling fans should listen and watch wrestling because they're so good. And Mark does a great job of that. Oh, thanks, Rich. Yeah, because one of my friends, Tony, even though he's not the biggest wrestling fan, there's been matches that he's going to be like, oh, I fucking love that match. Like, he loved the uh, six-man tag from BWG Night 2. Oh, God, yeah. The Young Bucks and um, Adam Cole versus Matt Seidel, Wolf Spray and Ricochet. It's just one of those things, even if people don't like it, they appreciate it enough to be like, he gave it a five song, like, that's the favorite match I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, really good to see and stuff. And yeah, guys, it's definitely something you guys do as well, just watch matches that you enjoy. There's all types of matches that you could enjoy. You've got hardcore, high-flying, um, extreme, you've got all these deals, different stuff that anyone can enjoy at any kind of match they want. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's wrestling I don't like. I don't like death matches. To me, like CCW death matches. So I can go on YouTube or go on Facebook, it's like best of 2018 death matches. You watch it and people getting put through like sugar glass and barbed wire. To me, that's not why I like wrestling, but there's something for everyone. Yeah, totally. And if someone said to me, I hate mainstream wrestling, but I love watching deathmatch wrestling, I think, cool. Like, yeah. not my cup of tea. I'll happily sit there and watch a match and appreciate what the guys are doing, but I don't know my history about deathmatch. I mean, I, I know stuff about, like, Terry Funk and Mick Foley and stuff, and, mm. you know, because that was all, like, big Japan stuff, but I don't know, like, the new stuff of people jumping out, jumping off of buildings and and that my friends was another episode of Naya Wrestling uh, don't forget to like follow and subscribe to us on all different social media such as iTunes Stitcher Podbean SoundCloud Instagram Facebook and Twitter we've been your hosts as always guys Mark's best along with me always is Richie Thank you guys. You can catch me on the uh, Twitter handle Richard Silver, Richard Silver One, on Twitter. That's my uh, professional wrestling social media account, and Elder Scrolls Online. I post a lot of stuff about that as well. So oh, nice one, boy. Bit of gaming on there as well, and uh, pro wrestling. It's kind of like the geek release for me. You oh, know, I don't, yeah. I don't whack it all over Facebook because I think my auntie would appreciate me calling um, wrestlers bad names or. Yeah, but uh, social media, Twitter handle, check it out. Awesome, man, awesome. And that was No Wrestling, guys. Take care and always remember. Hot potatoes ain't cold, but cold potatoes ain't hot. If you're not a David Starr fan, why the hell not? You boy. (laughs) (laughs) Rip roll, baby. Rip roll.
Oh, oh, oh.